What's up, guys? Coach Craver, Solar Guru, back for another Audible training. Um, today's going to be on the verbatim segments. So we don't ask folks to say a whole lot of things perfectly, but on these parts here, I literally took the time to write them down, so it's pretty important, okay? I'm going to open up with what we call the exploratory questions. Um, so number one is going to be to the customer after you kind of break bread, whether you're in the home or doing a, a Zoom conference, um, you're going to ask the simple question right before you kick off into your uh, into your actual physical presentation. And you're going to ask, so, Mr. Smith, how long have you been thinking about upgrading to solar? Now, thinking and upgrading are optimal words in that uh, question because now we're getting him thinking about that project. And then upgrading which means that you're using an old and antiquated system as far as his subconscious is concerned, okay? Step number two after that is going to be, so Mr. Smith, what made you decide to do it today? So underline today, capitalize today, bold today. Today is an objection-getting word. Today, finance, buy, contract, now. That means that they have to take action, and it strikes fear in the heart of every client. So step number three is going to be, oh, really? What makes you say that? So, oh, really, comma, what makes you say that? Now, with the oh, really part, you want to kind of go up high into a, a little bit of a higher octave range there, right? Get a little feminine with that part so that way you don't come across as adversarial. The oh, really, that's what breaks up if I were to say, would it, why you say that? That sounds very, uh, you know, argumentative or confrontational, you know, to your client. But if I say, oh, really? What makes you say that? Changes the entire, you know, way that we form that question back to the customer. So what this is actually going to end up do is today is that objection getting word. And a lot of people ask me all the time, well, in your training, why would you want to get an objection so early? And here's why. I want to know how to be able to talk to this customer. I want to know, does he have some real objections that are, you know, hanging out here? Or is he going to tell me what most people do, right? So just role-playing, I would say, so Mr. Smith, how long have you been thinking about upgrading to solar? Most of the time, the reaction we get, guys, is going to be, oh, I've been thinking about it for a long time. Solar panels have been around since, you know, forever, right? The 40s or 50s, right? So step number two, um, so what made you decide to do it today? And I put emphasis on that today. And then nine times out of ten, they're going to say, I ain't doing it today. I thought this was just a free estimate. And then I say, oh, really? What makes you say that? And that allows him then to have the door open to be able to come in and have a conversation and tell me what his objection is. Now, if he tells me a real objection, then I know it's something I can handle. Oh, you know, my credit score is really bad, and I don't have the cash flow to buy this out front. Um, you know, that's probably not a real good qualified lead, but that would be a real objection, right? What we mostly hear is, oh, well, you know, Cindy, my daughter, she's going to be going off to college. Then I think to myself, I don't say this to the customer, right? But I think to myself, well, that's not an objection because he's definitely still not going to turn off his electricity because, you know, uh, she's going off to college. So now I can move past that. But whatever he says, you know, his rebuttal is to the, oh, really, what makes you say that? We don't air that. We just, we move, we, we take that information, we hold it. And it's good to remember these first three opening questions, and you're going to see why as we go through this verbatim script, okay? All right, guys. Coach Craver back with another verbatim segments. This is going to be step number two. 
Um, and it's going to be what we call the opening statement. Now, the opening statement is really just to set the customer up to let them know, don't rush me. I have a certain amount of information that I need to go through, so I'm going to make sure that I do this as a professional. I'm not going to waste your time. So here's how I would lay this out. So, Mr. Smith, um, I like to start every single conversation that I have with folks the same exact way. And that's because I want to make sure that I'm 100% professional with you and your family today and we get all of your questions answered before I jump off this call, before I leave your home. Does that sound fair? And then, of course, he's going to say, yeah, that sounds fair. What's up, guys? So we're back for another segment of this verbatim. Um, this is going to be number three, and this is called setting the tone for the meeting. Okay, so my job, Mr. Smith, is twofold today. Number one, it's about education and understanding, understanding that you really had one option when, you know, we got put together today. And that was to continue renting your electricity from your current utility company at a four to six percent annual rate increase. So there's really two numbers that I focus on. One is consumption, right? So what you use opposed to how much production that we can get with the available space that you have. So now the second part of why we're here today, Mr. Smith, is, you know, like we've already talked about, is that, you know, I'm here to, if the numbers make sense to help you get the application process started to see if we can get you qualified. Sound fair? All right, guys, Coach Craver, um, step number four um, is going to be what we call here in the verbatim segments, audio training is going to be uh, the pre-close. Now, this is one that we have to say literally verbatim, okay? Like uh, opening statement and setting the tone. Those ones, you can manipulate a couple of words in there. We just want to make sure that you get, you know, the overall meaning of what we're trying to accomplish there. So here in the pre-close, um, it's going to go like this. Now, I know we went through a lot of information, Mr. Smith, in a short period of time, but was there any questions that you feel like I didn't get answered for you? And then let them answer. They're going to tell you if there is. Most of the time, they're going to say, no, I mean, you did a great job. And then I'm going to say, all right, Mr. Smith, so then other than price or payment, would there be any reason we couldn't earn your business today? Now, we is important because it's showing the unity of our entire company, not you're signing up with me, right? So I put emphasis on that. Couldn't earn your business today. Today is what? We learned this in step one. It's the objection getting word. So I want an objection before I roll the price out. If I show you the price and you start shooting all kinds of, well, I can't do this because of this and because of that, we should have asked that beforehand. So that's why I do it in step number one. And then here again in step number four, right before I ever give out the numbers, okay? And the second thing that I want to talk about is it says other than price or payment. Why do we talk about price or payment? Because it's the only thing that we actually have control of in a conversation with this customer. I can't control whether his car is going to break down in a month or, you know, how his credit score is going to be right there or maybe his, you know, debt to income ratio isn't going to allow him to qualify. All that stuff is out of both of, uh, both of our hands, really, at that point. But price or payment is something that I do have control over. And then we'll be moving on to the next, the next step, which is called the commitment statement. What's up, guys? Coach Craver back again. Um, audio verbatim segments, step number five, which is going to be the commitment statement. This comes directly after that pre-close that we just worked on. Okay? 
So the commitment statement is just exactly what it says. So what I'm going to say after, you know, I ask them other than price or payment, would there be any reason that we couldn't earn your business today? 99 times out of 100, if you did a great presentation, he's going to say, no, nah, Chris, I mean, not really. It just comes down to the money. And then I'm going to say my commitment statement, which is this. So, Mr. Smith, I'm going to make you a promise that I'm not going to allow a price or payment to get in the way of what you and your family needs and deserves. Sound fair? So the reason that we say this commitment statement, so that way if we need to come back around later on, he doesn't feel like we're trying to bully him into an appointment. We can stay very professional, and if he says, oh, Chris, well, like I said, I'm just not interested. Well, Mr. Smith, you remember back when I told you, uh, you know, about 10 or 15 minutes ago that I wasn't going to allow price or payment to get in the way of what you and your family need and deserve? My job is to work for you, not to get you. All right, what's up, guys? Coach Craver here on um, Verbatim Segments. Um, let's see, number six is going to be the close, okay? So this one's super simple. After we went through the numbers, then we got a closing slick that we go to. So it gives you all your references, but I just want to lay it out there so you can kind of see the nuances. So um, the first part, once we get to the very end, you can see at the top of the closing slick, it's going to say, so Mr. Smith, I just need you to understand that, you know, the choice isn't solar or not. The choice is whether you want to continue to rent from your current electricity company with a average um, annual rate increase of 4 to 6%, or if you want to own your own power station that provides you an ROI or return on your investment in seven and a half years with $21,477 of equity added to your home. And, of course, those numbers are subjective to what their actual numbers are. So, Mr. Smith, which is the better value for you and your family? And then you shut the hell up or shut the front door. Whoever talks first loses. So what I've found over the many presentations and solo that I've done is that what they're going to do is, of course, unless they're a smart ass, they're going to pick the obvious choice, which is going to be, well, Chris, I mean, of course, solar. And then they're going to try to give their rebuttal. But, and they're going to try to go into there. So we have to be on our P's and Q's. we got to be on our game right here. So as soon as they say solar, I immediately say, perfect, Mr. Smith. How do you spell your last name? And that just takes them out of what they were getting ready to say. And then now I'm starting to perform what I've told them since the very beginning. Like if this is my personal lead, if I'm on the door with somebody from knocking doors, or if I called a warm lead that I paid for, um, you know, out of pocket. Um, what ends up happening is when I go to exit that phone call or exit their doorstep, I tell them, Mr. Smith, whether the numbers work out in your favor or not, I don't know. It's usually set up. This program is set up for people like you to win. So the numbers are probably going to be good. But even if you and your wife love these numbers, at the end of the day, you're still not qualified. So my job really, um, if the numbers make sense for you when we get back together, is to be able to help you get the application process started to see if you may qualify. So I'm trying to keep my promise from the first time that we had an interaction together. And that's why I restate that again, as you've seen um, up in the, uh, the opening state, or the setting the tone of the meeting. Sorry, setting the tone of the meeting, I said that again. So three different you know, times, they know they know that our main job is to help them get the application process started so that way we can see if they get qualified for interconnection. 
What's up, guys? Coach Craver. Um, we're back for the very last part of the close, um, or the verbatim segments. I'm sorry. Um, this is going to be, I think, step number seven, and this is what I call the recycle. So let's say we get all the way to the end of the close, and I say, Mr. Smith, so which is the better value for you and your family? And then I shut up. I do my job and I shut up because I've already given them all the information that I can. There's no way that you're going to win very much more than what we've already put out there. Most companies won't come into half of the detail that we did with the customer and presented the information and all of our pricing and stuff like that, right? So if he, what if he says, and he does get it out because you're not on your game, right? He says, well, you know, um, if he says anything other than solar, I redirect the question the first time. So let's point that out first before I even go into the recycle, okay? So if he says, well, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of, uh, you know, I just really got to kind of think about it. So what if he says that? So then I'm going to sit there for a minute as I'm thinking, right? I'm going to make this a little bit of a dramatic pause. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Um... Um, all right, Mr. Smith, please, 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 you got to help me understand this, okay? Now, when I first got here today, I asked you, how long have you been thinking about upgrading to solar? You said a long time. So you're not making a same-day decision, right? So it's something you've already been thinking about for a long time. Then I showed you our products, our warranties, and, you know, all the accolades about our company, either 4,000 or 40,000 successful installs. You seem pretty impressed. And then I asked you, Mr. Smith, other than price or payment, would there be any reason we couldn't earn your business today? And you said, no, Chris. It just comes down to, you know, the money. And then, Mr. Smith, I promised you that I wasn't going to allow price or payment to get in the way of what you and your family needed and deserved. So now I've went through the numbers with you, and they're definitely in your, fail, in your family's favor. Mr. Smith, what sets you back the most? Is it the price or the payment? And then shut the up. It's your job to be quiet again. So you got everything off your chest that you needed to, but does everybody see that closing cycle? That's why I call it the recycle is because we went all the way from the very first conversation from the beginning of that day all the way back around. Now, that does a couple of different things, guys, right? Number one, it shows them how much of a freaking pro you are because you're remembering and you're caring enough, right? So you can call it a close if you want. I call it being a professional. If I look at this, if somebody comes to me and they do this much work, you got me. I'm loving you already, right? So I'm not going to sit here and beat you up and tell you're an idiot. I'm just going to do it very nicely, right? I'm going to I'm going to call you out on the things that you pretty much promised and then I promised. I hold people to their commitments, right? So at this point, why do I ask again and I've already covered this before, right? Why do I ask if um about price and pr- price and payment? Why do we bring it back to price and payment again? And the answer is super simple. It's the one thing that we have control over. I can't control that he wants to think about it. I can't control that he wants to prey on it. I have, you know, I have very, very limited control, but the one thing that I do have control of is price or payment. 
And here's one thing as we exit out of this part of the verbatim uh, training, guys, audio training, is that I never, ever am subjective on the price. The price is the price. I never lower it. What I do is I'll take away. Yeah, well, yeah, Mr. Smith. Well, can we get a better price on this? Absolutely. How many panels you want to take away? You want to you want to not use string inverter or uh you know you want to use a string inverter which is you know pretty a lot cheaper compared to the micro inversion. Don't last as long, but it's a cheaper option. Oh well, no no. I mean I want the same product. Okay. And then I just shut up. Let him think about it. Because here's what I know as a consumer in, 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 in the hours and hours that I've spent thinking about, you know, why people buy, what makes people decide to buy, opposed to that they buy, right, or trying to make them buy. I know that if in my subconscious, if somebody comes up and they tell me, hey, you know, $500 for, you know, this car or this motorcycle, something, right? And then I say, well, I, I only got, you know, 300 today. And they sell it to me. Then that guy was going to screw me over out of 200 extra dollars, and he could have just went to 300 to start. So I'm not subjective on price. Everybody has their opinions and, do th and does things their way. I just never want to come across as the guy that devaluizes our, you know, our, our, our company that's going to... Oh, we already provide so much value that it's ridiculous. There's no reason for us to be able to lessen ourselves at this point. So that was just a little added kicker. Um, you can kind of put that in your brain if you want or, you know, totally disregard it. Totally up to you. So that's going to conclude the verbatim training. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll be back soon with some more uh, audio training for you guys.